Spiral Dial Sci-Fi with a Soundscape Sing, Archie murmured shadow spiral almost obscured her whole vision. She was suffocating. There was no way she could draw breath to speak, let alone sing. Sing. until she was not quite sure what pitch it was. It seemed to divide into many parts while still returning to the same source, forming one consistent whole. As she sang, she felt that familiar tingling sensation. A trickle of icy coolness ran down her spine, relieving the pressure enough for her to breathe more freely. He paused. As he did so, the sound he had produced seemed to linger and the shadow spiral receded. Jessica could see faint blue clouds dispersing above him. Where each one made contact with the wall, the orange glow seemed to dim slightly to a bright yellow colour. As he began to sing once more, she felt it, an unmistakably cool breeze. He produced a particularly large blue puff which came to rest on the wall just behind her. Leaning back against the yellow surface, she found it a pleasant temperature to touch. Watching the blue clouds drift around the space proved quite absorbing. One of them formed the distinct outline of a giraffe, which then immediately morphed into a tiger. As it came close to her face, she shrunk back from it, so realistic was the figure but it only dissolved in her face as if a tiger ghost had given her a cool kiss on the lips. Archie continued singing until the whole of the bubble was a pale shade of yellow. Jessica reached out to touch the wall, which felt less soft than before, yet more tense, as if something was being held back. She was going to push harder when Archie grabbed her hand and drew it back. I wouldn't if I were you. That was incredible, Archie. What did you do? His gaze met hers, steady and calm, with a hint of smugness. Isn't it amazing how music can help to ground you? 
Only good music, mind you. Not to take anything away from you, but if you sang, I can't imagine it having quite the same effect. It's not just grounding, it's cooler. You've actually cooled it down. How does that work? You're always trying to understand how things work. Wouldn't it be more worthwhile to sit back and relax? Enjoy life for once? That's all very well for you to say. I'll sit back and relax as soon as you start telling me where we are going and why. She folded her arms. Fine. You'd better listen up, though. I won't be telling you twice. Archie drew himself upright and sat in silence for a number of minutes. What on earth are you doing? Jessica asked. Shh. I'm waiting for inspiration to strike. She had no option but to sit and wait. He seemed poised, coiled like a cobra, waiting to strike. First his left eyelid started to twitch imperceptibly, then his left upper lip joined in. Finally, his lips opened and he started to sing another song. This time, his mouth formed words. Climbs over you Lies under you Into many parts Floats out of you Slides into you Into many parts Sound speaks to you Sound soothing you into many parts Sound smothers you Sound shatters you Into many parts Earth over us Earth under us Into many parts Earth out of us Earth into us Into many parts Climbs over you Lies under you Into many parts Floats out of you Slides into you Soothing you 
is you Sound shatters you Into many parts Earth over us Earth under us Into many parts Earth out of us As he sang, the surface of the bubble appeared to soften, developing a texture which could only be described as tactile. Jessica stroked it repeatedly. It reminded her of Finn. She wondered what had happened to him. The surface almost felt furry.
Looking closer, she was shocked to see that there, beneath her fingers, was a thin, downy layer of human hair, similar to the head of a newborn child. She let her hand fall, horrified, as Archie carried on singing. The sound seemed to draw her backwards, towards the wall, and she could not help but stroke it again. As he sang, the surface cooled until the temperature and texture of the wall were indistinguishable from her own skin. It was as if she was stroking her own arm. She touched the skin of her left forearm in comparison. It felt identical. Archie paused his song for a second and she froze. Oh no, don't stop, he remonstrated. You're doing really well. Good. Jessica pondered for a second. What exactly am I doing well? I'm not completely sure what either of us are doing. Did you hear the song? I did. It was beautiful. What does it mean? I'm afraid I can't tell you. The music just comes to me. It comes and then it goes. I don't remember any of it. It's better that way, don't you think? I'm sure you're right. I wish I could work out where we are. What on earth are these walls made of? Oh, that's easy. Archie cried and leapt to his feet. Peering at the walls, he started pointing enthusiastically. See here? It's crystallising. You can see all of them changing. Jessica ventured closer and inspected the wall. A fine network of veins seemed to pulsate along the surface, dividing it into many parts. It looks almost crystalline. She marvelled. Yes, you're right. I knew you weren't a total doofus. Archie was delighted. Jessica managed a faint grin, patronising company she could put up with for a little while. He took his silence as an invitation to carry on talking. Look, if you stand over there, he skittered over to the far side of the chamber. It all looks one colour. And then, when you walk over to the other side, he sidestepped gracefully across the room. You can see that it looks totally different. Isn't that incredible? Jessica tried it. It was impressive, she supposed. Shiny, she said. But what is it? She became even more animated. Well, this one, he pointed at a small round crystal. I think this one is an olivine. And this one over here, well, I think it's some sort of feldspar. And this long line here, this is most definitely quartz. Jessica did a double take. Wait just a second, you're telling me that these are rocks? Archie beamed. Oh yes, indeedy. Did you know I used to collect fossils? Not many people know that about me. I have an extremely large collection of ammonites, don't you know? I'm surprised it took me this long to work it out. Jessica's mind boggled. Before she had a chance to fully process this fact, he carried on talking. Of course, if we carry on in this direction, they're all going to change. Isn't that exciting? We'll get to see it firsthand, a front row seat. He rubbed his hands in anticipation. A front row seat to what? Metamorphosis, baby. Meta what? He crossed his arms. Look, he's confuddled now. Well, if you're extremely nice to me, I suppose I might just explain it to you. She pursed her lips. Nice be damned. Are you telling me that we are actually underground? As in underneath the Earth's surface in a rock bubble? Yes, yes. Amazing, isn't it? Patricia really has outdone herself this time. Or him upstairs, I guess. 
both of them perhaps, who knows, better just sit back and enjoy the ride. Jessica sat down, hard. This did explain a lot, the heat, for one thing, although how music could cool liquid magma was beyond her comprehension. As she sat, the walls appeared to shift once more, the colours dancing with the light. The shimmering reminded her of that first day on the wharf when she had first met Ant. How her life had changed since that moment. The walls here emitted the same faint hum that she remembered from boarding the ship, except then it had got louder and louder, almost splitting the very air apart. Here, it was subdued. It seemed it was waiting for something. Looking down, she saw a group of shadows passing underneath them. They looked like a shoal of subterranean fish. Do you think the shadows contain other people? I'm really not sure. Patricia never tells me anything. She knows I prefer to improvise. Archie sat down cross-legged on the floor and gazed up at the ceiling. If there are other people, they're going the wrong way. How do you know we're going the right way? Jessica retorted. My way is always the right way, darling. I thought we were agreed on that by now. Just as he finished speaking, the chamber shuddered and the walls emitted a loud creak, shifting and shimmering rapidly. Jessica could feel a wave passing underneath her from one side to the other, getting stronger and stronger as if she was still on the ship, storm-tossed. It was quite a soothing sensation like lying on a surfboard. She tried surfing once in tropical waters. She'd picked it up quickly. The memory made her smile. She shifted from one hand to the other, moving with the waves as they intensified. Archie merely rolled his eyes at her and resumed his ceiling gazing. The hypnotic movement soothed her into a trance. Gazing into the flickering light, the irregular shapes of the crystals seemed to form themselves into patterns, patterns and then faces. She saw her mother smiling. How long had it been since they were together? Leaving had been hard, but it had been necessary. All the same, regret suffused through her. She could see a tear forming in her mother's eye and trickling down her face before it solidified into a vein of quartz and she faded into the rock. She saw the sea and the sky all etched out in shades of amber. Then the outline of Spiral Dial itself approached, coming closer and closer from above, as if she were flying above the captain's office. The captain was suspended in her hoop above the desk, which was shaped like a giant ammonite, curling and curling into a giant spiral. Jessica reached out her finger to touch the table and felt her finger pricked by a sharp object. Something, someone, grabbed her hand, holding it back. She was shaken roughly, Wake up! She opened her eyes with a start. Archie was holding her right. She opened her eyes with a start. Archie was holding her right hand firmly in his. What? What? What's going on? You were about to put a hole in our only form of transport. What do you mean? I was just getting some rest. Anyway, I very much doubt anyone could put a hole in solid rock. Look! Jessica lifted her hand and prodded the floor. Archie's eyes widened in horror, but it was too late. Look! She pulled her hand back in triumph. I told you so! But Archie was still looking down at the floor. A glimmer of anxiety rose in her. 
Following his gaze, she saw that the spot where her finger had touched was now white and opaque, like the substance which had let Archie pass into the chamber earlier on. Experimentally, she prodded it again. I said, don't, you idiot, Archie cried. Her touch shattered the white rock. It dissolved into powder, throwing up a small, pathetic cloud of dust. Red-hot magma bubbled up through the hole. She leapt away from it, looking around desperately for something, anything, to help escape the deathly heat. Thank you. 